0: This is the Westlake Nation podcast, powered by the Westlake Shack Club. At the 20, 10, 5, touchdown. And he is into the end zone. Oh, man, what a catch here. Touchdown, Westlake. And brought to you by Austin Face and Body, Independence Title, Appliances Now, St. David's South Austin Medical Center, Hat Creek Burger Company, Covert Auto Group, Our Way Appliances, Restore Hyper Wellness. And now, here's Joe Taylor with another episode of Shap of the Week. Well, very pleased to introduce our Shap of the Week. Our Shap of the Week this week is senior wide receiver Reagan Street. Reagan, this has been a journey, especially for this senior class 61 seniors. It is a, a lot of dudes that have stuck around for a long time. When you start football in high school and when you get to your senior season and you look to your left and you look to your right, and to have over 60% of the dudes still there, what does that mean to you?
1: I mean, it's super cool just seeing all my guys and our relationships have just built up to the point where like, I'm super tight with all of them and being in the spot where we're at, it definitely is like a, a benefit to us because uh, I know that like whenever we're like down or like maybe potentially in a spot where like things get tough. I mean, we've been there before. We all support each other like to the fullest. So like, that's definitely a plus for our team.
0: One thing that I've noticed in all the seniors, when we have these conversations, they all are that. Part of that middle school group yeah. that was around for the run, you know the three straight championships, right. and and you you kind of were in, especially that 2019 team, that first team. You guys are in middle school. You guys are the ones that are looking up to those guys. Take us through that experience and what you remember from just being a fan.
1: Man, it, it comes so fast. You you actually don't expect it to to be in this position so early. You're like, uh I don't know. It just looks so far away, and you're like, oh, they're winning championships and stuff like. Those are the seniors. That's a long way away. And all of a sudden, bam, you're a senior. Yeah. I mean, it it was just cool to like, we like, we don't have to establish that. That's already our culture. So we're just kind of following suit and uh, we know what we have to do. So.
0: And the wide receiver room is a special room because you're, you're dealing with guys who have done really, really well, part of those championship runs and guys that you actually saw and you got to work with, you know, as, as a sub varsity player, you know, you got to watch Jaden Greathouse work. You got to watch Keaton Kabecka. You got to watch all of these guys that that, that kind of came through. What are some of the things that you learned watching those guys uh, about how to practice, how to prepare to play football?
1: It's a lot about uh, the things as, as a receiver that you need to be able to do, like what you do without the ball. Like that was really important all last year that I learned. And uh, as a player, like you would get more like like uh, production points for like blocking and like RBIs. Like we get more excited for that stuff than the big catches and stuff. So. I, I tell you what it always and I and I you know and, and
0: obviously prior to 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 Jackson Coker's death, I jokingly called it the Jackson Coker school of blocking, but it's something that has stuck and it's stuck for so long and he was kind of that pivotal person that said, "Hey, look, you know, you don't have to catch touchdowns to be an effective wide right. receiver. You can help by springing big run plays." And it doesn't matter who I talk to in that wide receiver room, Reagan, everybody loves to talk about blocking. In fact, <laughs> yeah. I've asked several wide receivers, he's like, what's more fun, catching a touchdown or knocking somebody down? And he, they all, with 100%, say, oh, it's fun to, to put a dude on the turf. Totally. What, what's it like for you?
1: It's, it's nice to know that you're like helping out your boys, and like, that's, that's one of the biggest things. It's like, when you knock some guy to the ground, or you just had a good block, and you see your boy running in the end zone, that's, pro- like, that's one of the best feelings. Just to like know that like you like set up your boy for success. So
0: you wear a lot of hats and in, in your own way you're you're a part of the special teams. It's interesting to watch Coach Dunham and his team work because it is such an important part of how Westlake plays football. And, you know, in the moment after Thanksgiving Day practice, I'm listening to Coach Salazar and I'm listening to all the coaches and you can hear it. He said, Look, this is what we do. And that message is, this is how we play. This is what we do. We don't worry about what other people do. Westlake does this. And with the attention on special teams, it is incredibly noticeable that at some point in this playoff run, you just know that a play is coming on special teams, whether it's a punt return, a kick return, or a big play, or a turnover forced that attention to detail is something that I think everybody is interested in because they want to know how is Westlake so much better on special teams than everybody else.
1: I mean, I think it's just like a care thing. Like a lot of people will have to come off a full drive like of defense or something like that and come in and execute what they have to do on special teams and it's kind of just like a effort thing and like they want to know their assignments and they they come in to film on a on Thursdays, and that's that's all the guys. That's just kind of like a an unspoken rule that like we're all gonna like give our full effort on special teams, and because we know that it's it's such a pivotal point uh, to like win the like kicking game and all the, all those uh, special teams phases uh, to win the game.
0: As I go down each week, Reagan, there's a there's a small little area on the defensive stats that says Reagan Street total tackles, <laughs> and and you don't you know it's on our list. You know if you ever make a play, I'm gonna be able to tell everybody how many tackles you have. But take us through those moments because you don't necessarily get that opportunity every now and then. Oh,
1: yeah. It's so fun because it brings me back to like freshman year when I was playing like safety. Like making tackles is so fun. The one I remember most recently was Buta Johnson. There was a pick, and um, I saw the guy, and like I crossed face on one of the dudes and I gave him a little gator roll. (laughs) That was pretty fun.
0: I think football in the last name street is synonymous in a lot of ways with. The culture around Central Texas football. You see the name Street on the back of a uniform, or you hear it. The first thing that my colleagues talk about: Hey, is that a, is there a relation? And I say yes, there is. However, it's unfair, I think, to talk about your uncle, your grandfather, your dad, because this is your experience. But your granddad, your family, your dad, your uncles—all of that is kind of a part of what makes you you. What are some of the earliest memories you have of the game of football? as it revolves around your grandfather?
1: It was a little bit of a a weird thing to go out and just see people like recognizing my my grandpa, and then like when people would go to my dad and like hear his name and be like, "Oh my god," because I like I didn't know. Uh, I just I was around the the game of football a lot growing up, and just like uh, higher levels levels of football, and um, it instilled that in me to like that was something I really wanted to do from a from a young age. So
0: there's a, a connection here that's really interesting. So we can talk about James Street and all the legendary things that he did in not just a, a football uniform, but also a baseball uniform as well for the University of Texas. But you know, I think he's he's very much established as one of the icons of that program. But let's talk about your dad and Tony Salazar and Jason Jones's father <laughs> and all of these weird connections with your dad, dripping springs football, and now you playing at Westlake. Your dad played for Dripping Springs, and not only did he play at Dripping Springs, he also played for Coach Jones's dad. And now Dripping Springs and
1: Westlake are in the same district. Yeah, it's weird, definitely weird. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool when I when I noticed that connection that uh, that the coach I was playing for kind of was my dad's coach's son, which is definitely interesting. And like, I don't know, it, it's also cool because every time I make a play, uh, one of the first guys that comes up to me is Coach Jones' dad. <laughs> and it'll be, like, super excited for me, and it's just, like, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird to, like, think about, like, how he was watching my dad, like, make plays on, like, for Dripping Springs back in, what, the 90s? Yeah, right. okay. so, and,
0: yeah. and, you know, Westlake at the time, uh, a huge, huge team in the 90s, right. obviously, and and ultimately, you, you, you look at your dad and say, okay, he played football. I'm going to play football. I've got football in my genes. How am I going to carve out my part of it? When did you have that aha moment here at Westlake where you said, okay, I think not only can I, I think I'll be an effective wide receiver, but I'm going to have an opportunity to start. When was that moment for you?
1: Uh, I think it was just like throughout my whole career. I knew it was going to be tough since we had like really uh, good receivers, but I was always just working really hard and I always just kept a level head and like was like, I'm going to work to maybe get an opportunity one day. And then uh, coming into this year, I saw that there would be some open spots and I was like, all right, I'm going to work really hard. I mean, this year when almost in the second game, I I think it was in the second game I got my first catch and it was like, it was like a big third down too. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm definitely going to have some opportunities this year. And just like throughout the year, it's kind of panned out to where I did get some opportunities. With the street name and with the street legacy, you know, you have your grandfather, you
0: have your uncle was a pretty good player here, uh, you know. And and the thing about it is, is you, you talk about Houston Street in the Major League Baseball pantheon, and and what he was able to accomplish for the Texas baseball team, and and of course that name being a big part of it. But a lot of people don't remember him as a safety, yeah. And, and so he used to knock people down too. What I like about your family history is that I think Reagan Street is finding a way to be his own player playing his own position. You're not playing the position your dad played. Right. You're not playing the position your uncle played here. You're not you're not doing those things that ultimately say, "Hey, I've got to do this or I've got to do that." You're also not a quarterback. So it's mm-hmm. it's great to think about your family legacy and and what other people in your family have done either at Texas or at Dripping Springs or anywhere that Reagan has an opportunity to kind of carve out his own niche. And I want to take you back to your first catch and your first touchdown, because yeah. that's really that moment that you've arrived. That that's when you go down in the stat book. That's when you know you you get that little one next to the touchdown total yeah. on Max Preps. That take us through that moment.
1: I mean, it was super cool because it was just like something I'd always looked forward to, and uh, when it actually happens, you just kind of like you. I mean, I'm just happy to be like giving to my team and like making a positive impact, and uh, just something I worked so hard for to be an effective player on the field is super cool, especially when it's just like you have so many good players ahead of you and you're like, how am I going to make an impact? And then it just kind of pans out and you see like there's definitely a spot here for me to like make plays and stuff, and that's super cool.
0: Who's the first person you found when you you caught that first study?
1: This is kind of a funny story. The first time uh, I scored a touchdown sophomore year, I think it was Carson Campbell. I found him in the end zone. I think it might have been Carson coming off. Uh, after that, that my first touchdown this year. So well, and that's he, a cool little connection. It's funny
0: because I I tell I told Carson when he was our Shap of the Week I said be ready man because it's weird how Shap of the Week somehow get an opportunity. He got his first catch and that leads right. me to yeah. he that leads me to this question is the vibe that the starters have if the starters take care of business, those guys get a chance to play. Yeah. And I often tell all the attack team guys, if we could sell tickets to practice Monday through Wednesday, we would. And I think everybody would be amazed at how good the attack team guys are. Exactly. And I think what's lost in that sometimes is you don't necessarily see them get an opportunity to play all that much, but when they do, especially when you have the Turkey bowl, when they get that opportunity, the vibe and the energy around practice and around that game you see all of the starters. Yeah. They're yeah. right there and they're just so excited for these guys. You were that guy once and yeah. now you're the guy cheering those guys on.
1: Uh it's super cool. I don't know. Just as a receiver room, we're super tight. Whenever those guys, those are my best friends. So whenever those guys get in the game and make plays, I mean it's more exciting than when I'm out there. So <laughs> that's just like always a great thing to see. Like when Campbell had his first catch, it was so loud on the sideline and we were all like super excited. So that's always fun.
0: As a senior, I know that this is a special year for you, a, a guy that gets an opportunity to play and start your senior season. And it's an opportunity really to kind of encapsulate your entire experience with football. Like you said, man, I was in middle school watching the state championship teams and now I'm part of it and now I'm a senior and it, it literally is over that fast. What are some of the things that you've learned about yourself along this way?
1: Um, well, I've just learned, uh, to have a work ethic. Uh, that's, that's one of the biggest things, just, uh, because waking up early, like especially in the middle of the season is really tough because you're like you have to think about the fact like when you're going to play Akins, it's like it's hard to find motivation, but you also like you're like, I'm practicing for a week fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So, I mean, that's one of the things that uh I've definitely learned is that like you gotta you gotta maintain that work ethic even when it doesn't seem like it matters because now it's paying off for us the fact that we we worked so hard. Earlier on in the season, like we're we're clicking on all cylinders right now. So
0: there was a play last week in the playoff game and you start to play a team like Reagan and you realize, okay, business is getting handled early. Yeah. And then you get hit in the mouth a little bit. And there was this play, just a high arcing pass. You were able to to catch close in. And it seemed like when a big catch needed to be made or a big play had to happen on offense to kind of get Reagan out of the way. There was Reagan Street or there was Brody (laughs) Wilhelm. And and take us through that because you know, playoff catches, especially playoff catches that set up scores, hit a little different.
1: And especially just like uh that was like kind of a big moment if you look back on it. It was just kind of it was cool to like be able to impact the game, uh help help my team will to a win. That was that was just the best part, like being able to celebrate the win with the boys, like knowing that we uh we came through when it was when it was time.
0: Football is in your blood, obviously it is a big part of your family and being thanksgiving i know that the sentiment around here is football is family and i think that is a very unique thing and if you go around practice after y'all wrapped up today it was really interesting to hear everybody's perspective and everybody's perspective is is it kind of has the same tone but everybody's perspective is just a little bit different i ask you because goal number two around here after a district championship is to practice on Thanksgiving. Right. It is a culture. It is on the wall. That is what that is what we want to do here. Describe now that you're in it and a big part of it, what does it mean to you to be practicing on Thanksgiving, and what are you thankful for?
1: I'm extremely thankful for, to to be practicing on Thanksgiving and just kind of like to be here with my boys for another week. One, one thing that uh, Coach Rogers says is to try to keep this family together as long as we can, and that's what we live by, uh, just trying to uh, keep our group together because – this, we love this team, and uh, I'm super thankful that we're we're here for uh, this Thanksgiving week, and um, we're honestly looking forward to what's next and winning this game, and then uh, hopefully pulling off some more wins after that. <laughs> Not looking
0: ahead, but preparing. That's exactly. Final thought with Reagan Street, our chap of the Week. What's that one thing that you have to do? Take us through your routine before you take the field. What gets Reagan Street <clears throat> ready to play football?
1: Uh, I like to stay relaxed. I like to just uh, be talking to my boys and – we'll just we'll just talk in the in the locker room just kind of talk about the game plan uh you know just keep it loose because when when you're playing up tight that's never good so we're, we're just trying to go out there and be like once we hit the field it's totally relaxed just uh executing the game plan that we've prepared for all week
0: well reagan my best to your family on thanksgiving happy thanksgiving and of course the best to all of the chaparons he's our chap of the week reagan street thanks so much for doing this thank you you've been listening to the Westlake nation podcast Stay tuned as we bring you new episodes each week. The Westlake Nation podcast is powered by the Westlake Shaft Club and part of the Westlake Nation Media Network. This is Westlake Nation.